Welcome back to the magical, mandatory midnight special, mandatory. ladies We're and gentlemen. Mandatory now? Yeah, mandatory. It's mandatory. <laughs> if you're a fan of this episode, we all... If you're a fan and, of okay. the Wiseworks podcast, you know this is a mandatory show. It will mandatory as well. I mean, what? Will mandatory? Yeah. What man- does that mean? Mandatory. <laughs> oh, will mandatory. Hey, we, we over here at Wiseworks podcast, we are inclusive. Yeah. Also, We're maybe the mandatory. The? What's the? <laughs> Wait, know. how are we going to get canceled? We're being inclusive. Joshua, we're literally being inclusive right now. Being What's inclusive? a za? What, 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 mandatory? What mandatory? What mandatory? Yeah, because yeah. you got mandatory and yeah. what mandatory? What mandatory? Shout out to all those women fans out there listening right now. Right now. Do you think we have you. a more women-based audience for the midnight special than the video form honestly we don't have those analytics because we don't pay the big bucks <laughs> right <laughs> so i couldn't tell you well once we got i think we once we do. start getting paid the big bucks we'll be able to sell we'll maybe it. pay some big bucks hey send us a dm on instagram if you listen to this show on the regular i know mm. a lot of you listen to this i know you hear me say this often and we never get excuse me any dms but go ahead and just reach out and do it once yeah, do it once. Just send us a quick DM on Instagram, WiseWorks Entertainment. Entertainment. If you it, don't follow us, follow us. And if you're single and you're a female out there, uh, Wyatt. I'm good. You can. He also <laughs> accepts DMs. I'm good. <laughs> I, I, you know, I don't know how many outside of our sisters, I don't yeah. know how many women listen to this that are single because we do not talk. <clears throat> the thing is, the the women who do listen to us, I feel like, are either family or they're friends. I don't Wait, think that well, I can't, women if, who are single who are would be available is going to be listening to the kind of topics we talk we're, about. You know what I mean? Three, it, no mildly, offense. mildly, very mildly attractive uh, men. Yeah. We, we got some viewership. Hey, rule number <laughs> one in Joe's handbook, you can't refer to yourself as anything you always have to get other people to do it because mm. you don't know what you are. You had a girl t- tell me I was cute once. All right. Ah, well, then okay. well, she said I was cuter than my brother. Okay. So Wait, that's once? still something. Yeah. Once? Yes. Which brother? Uh, I'm not. I have three, so I'm not going to like. Probably. I'm not going to just go into details on that. I'm just going to keep that private. Ethan's pretty attractive. Yeah. John Mark's cute too. But you might have <laughs> Ethan beat. I don't know. A lot of girls like Ethan. Ethan, a lot dude. of girls like your hair, dog. Mm. They okay. What girl doesn't like a full head of curly hair? It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, I'll say this. I've had I've had multiple girls t- want to touch my hair. Mm-hmm. Always. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Always like rule number me. one in flirtation. Yeah, sure you can touch my hair. <laughs> like yeah, go right ahead. Touch my hair. Yeah, on your fingers. Go ahead, you so. beautiful. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I, I'm sorry I didn't condition it today, but you know. I mean, so get your, your, get your fingers be. up in that grease. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
Uh, just yeah. kidding, man. You know how greasy hair. It is kind of if I don't uh, wash it on. If daily. I don't wash it on the rig, the regular, the rig. My hair is really greasy. It gets greasy in about eight hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got yeah. an abundance of grease, grease. in my body. Greasy comes out the top of my You're just a greasy guy. <laughs> See what it is? is I stay hydrated. You... This is Joe Science. Bum, bada, bum, bum, bum. Joe Science. Okay. I have an abundance of water in my body, and we all know that water and grease don't mix. So the grease <laughs> rises to the top and comes out the top of my head and gets in my hair. I stay hydrated, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> That's not how that works. Bum, bada, bum, bum, bum. Joe yeah, Science. Why is, how much water do you drink a day? I drink a gallon a day. I probably drink about half a gallon a day. Well, the man who drinks a gallon a day doesn't you have You got the... some pretty greasy hair, Josh, if I'm going to be honest. I just cut your hair today. Yeah, wasn't, but he, it wasn't he, really that greasy. From, but he puts from, product in his. You don't think I do? You're right, I don't. <laughs> no. Because his does his his has a different look than yours. Yeah. You put stuff you I put something look. in your hair, yeah. I don't. Um <clears throat> I'll give uh anybody who sends us a DM $20. No, five dollars if you can guess where we are recording this episode from. What? 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 I'm just trying to get some feedback, dog. <laughs> I'm tricking the viewers into. Shh, don't say you're tricking them. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm kind of tricking them into telling us that they're listening to the episode. Oh, you're right. Because people don't let people yeah. won't let us know that they're listening. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're trying to get some feedback. We want to. We want to create a deep special. connection with you guys. And yeah. that's why I offered to dye my hair pink. That's right. If we get. The I product. want the. Oh, I want the viewers to get involved. This. Like. 20 minutes before we recorded this episode, we got, we hit the 150 mark yeah. on, in, on YouTube subscribers. Yes. 150. Hey, That's more than, uh, than some people I know. Yeah. That hey, is some look, pe- that listen, is more than some people. Listen, you may not think that 150 is a lot, especially, you know, for YouTube standards, but you try inviting 150 people into your house. Yeah. 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 Hey, I want to do a quick thing real quick. Mm-hmm. Do you guys ever listen like so some people but you not know, always. people mm-hmm. you might like interact with on social media, friends, acquaintances mm-hmm. that you discover they come out with a podcast, right? <laughs> and maybe you say like a kind word or something and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden you're thinking they don't have a huge viewership. They just started. They have like two episodes out. Yeah. And um Two or three, and you're like, I wonder, since they're so little, they'll maybe shout me out. Is giving them a word of encouragement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you ever think of that? Like, do you mm-hmm. do you look through their episodes? See, I don't know enough people mm-hmm. who uh, amongst my group who've been in podcasts. I'm not gonna say I did that, but I will say I'm gonna bring some attention to one specific podcast. You know this dude. Tell me if this name rings a bell, Joshua. I think I know who you're talking about. Matt Pittman. Oh yeah. We were in Boy Scouts with that cuss. He's him, a podcast? Him and his two friends started a podcast called Dude Speak. They come out with episodes on Sunday, one episode. They only have two episodes out. They are at 50 subscribers on YouTube. Oh, wow. With two episodes. But he also has over 1,000 friends on okay. Facebook. So at some point, that's going to max out unless Dude they figure speak. out how to do a really good YouTube algorithm. Yeah. Um, but they've been doing hardcore promotion. Um, I sent him a word of encouragement because I actually listened to it, and it was good. For mm-hmm. you? It was kind of fun to listen to. They're talking about culture. They're talking about news-related stuff. They're just like it's dudes, dudes sitting down and talking about nonsense. That's the that's the brand you, of the podcast. You gonna? I was just waiting for you to cancel it. 
<laughs> you know, you know, because it's dude speak and not like everyone speak. Uh, you know, something I didn't I realize about Matt since I haven't seen him since Boy Scouts. I he has seen. a thick Southern accent. I haven't seen. There's, you know, those people in your life that you like. You're decently close with, but then like it's been years. Mm-hmm. It's been years, and sometimes you. I mean, we're at an age to where most of the time years mean we met them in like middle school or high school yeah and then after a couple years we're like we see him again or we cross paths somehow and it's like oh man time flies and it's like this is weird this is not the same person that i remember yeah for that that happens quite frequently see i thought that i thought that about uh my buddy jake Mm -hmm. when we moved back to georgia Hadn't seen him in a couple of years, and then I, I got in contact with him uh, when I went back up there for camp. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I wonder what Jake. I wonder what Jake's going to look like. I wonder how he's going to be different, right? Yeah. He, he lost a bunch of weight. He, he looked no. in shape. He, he looked the same. No. <laughs> he looked the same. He looked the same. He looked the same. He had a mustache, but he looked the same. It was like your mustache. Well, thanks, man. Yeah. That's, that's a compliment. I have a good mustache, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it, it was, I think it was more comforting than anything. I was like, Jake's the same guy. <laughs> and I appreciate that. Could I play a quick clip from Dude Speak over the thing? Well, I mean, you quick? can. We're just a little clip he has on Instagram just to, just to let people know since we're talking about him. Yeah, yeah, well yeah, yeah. When I was a kid, uh, you know, I had a bedtime, right? Did you guys have a bedtime when you were a kid? Uh, how many I had a times? Bad times. <laughs> bad times. Bedtime. Time to go to sleep. Uh, sleep I had a night couple bedtimes too. <laughs> so every night, I uh, I said, uh, you know, I contested bedtime. Obviously, like every little fucking child does. You know what my dad did? He said, "Boy, if you don't get your fucking ass in that bed right now, I'm gonna kill you." And I said, "Oh shit!" So I, I went to bed. <laughs> that's it. No contesting. You know, I, but I think that's our that's our generation. Are you, are you thinking they're gonna cancel bedtime now? I hope they cancel. When I was a kid, uh, <laughs> I hope they cancel bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually pretty good. Um, I sent him a DM and I said, "Hey man, just watch your first episode. Really think it was funny. Good mm-hmm. quality too. I don't know which guy in that in their group of friends on the podcast does video production, but somebody does dabble. And um, and yeah, he just wrote back. He said, "Oh shit, little Joe, <laughs> little Joe, because <laughs> that's what they called me in Boy Scouts because uh, I was yeah. a little eleven year old kid. Yeah, you yeah." Know? yeah. He was a little bit older, and so he hadn't talked to me since then. Really, yeah, you know. But um, but yeah, so that happened. <laughs> That's but anyway, just shout out dude not, speak. I mean, we why always not? refer why not? to you as the old dude of uh, the old guy of our well, podcast. Because according to dude speak, I'm little. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a little old grandpa Joe. Little, little grandpa, grandpa Joe. Joe. <laughs> She's gonna climb back in your bed. We, right, got guys, no, we, we got no chocolate factories to explore this weekend. <laughs> hey, let's get into thirty second stories. Okay. Um, who has it this week, Joshua? Did you say you have it on the live Instagram? Yeah. Program? All right. So okay. me and Wyatt are doing it. Yep. Wyatt, We're, you're going dude, first. Facing off, dog. Sure. You're We're going first. Off. Okay. I got the um. I got the timer. <clears throat> okay. Hmm. We, your story, you have to include spicy sriracha and moldy cheese. Go. Dude, that's a perfect combination. Moldy? Moldy count? cheese. Does blue cheese count? Whatever you float your boat. And go. 
So there's two people, and they buy a new apartment, and you know they're 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 having some issues living with each other, right? They were friends, but one guy he just he has a a thing about spicy sriracha, can't stand it. The other yeah. guy loves it. The other guy has a thing about moldy cheese. And the other guy, he can't stand it. Yeah. And so they get into a fierce argument, and one of them kills the other. Dang. Oh, no. With two seconds left to spare. Yeah. Very so good. It's a fight it's to a the murder. death. Yeah, it's, it's a murder. It's a fight to the death. It's a murder, and the only evidence. All right. It's the sriracha and the cheese. Very good, sir. Very good. <laughs> I'm ready for mine. Yours is... Oh, oh. Sorry. Go ahead. A case Started. of bologna? And a bloody knife. <laughs> it's gonna be fantastic. Go. Okay, so every morning, a little five-year-old daughter wakes up before her dad to make him a bologna sandwich. Um, every morning before he goes to work, he, she gets what? up early. She loves him. One day, he gets home from work. And she's supposed to be home from school. She's not in the house. His wife's not in the house. Um, she, his daughter's not in the house. All he sees is a bloody knife on the couch. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty much a taken situation where Stop. he tries to find his daughter. <laughs> bloody okay. knife and bologna. Very good. Bologna sandwiches at lunch. Yeah. At I, work. I, I can't do bologna. You know, a lot of people can't. Person. What about fried do, bologna? Because that's, no, that's different. No. I'd rather do a it's hot different. dog than bologna. Something yeah. about bologna is yeah, just... Yeah, yeah. How about I make you guys a fried bologna no. sandwich and tell me if you still feel that way. If, okay, I'll, I'll taste it. Make me a fried bologna sandwich. When you fry bologna, it's a different level. It's truly... I'm scared. I mean, it, it, it resembles... It, it's not bacon, but the, the things we like about bacon, it's there. Mm. Okay. When you fry bologna. Have mm. you had fried bologna? No. I don't touch bologna. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to tell you. It changes it. See, I'll say it changes something it that everybody does not like, and they're going to be like, as soon as I say it, they're like, no, it's ba- the ba- ba- worst. Ba- bologna. Not bologna. Spam. No. No. Okay. No, Look, wait. You you're, can't. You're, you alienating, can't. you're alienating our Hawaiian viewers. Hey, okay, Joshua. It's all they can afford. No, but I'm just kidding. About, I'm just kidding. I, I they love spam on a regular. Like it has been years upon now, years since I had it. But when I had tasted it, it brings back nostalgia. Ugh, you know what I'm talking about, Joseph? Yeah, I do actually. Um, we our to, dad used to make spam, fried spam, for Sunday lunches well, when no. we were really little. There's a backstory. And you put it on a piece of bread, a little mm-hmm. bit of cheese. I'm telling you, like bologna, it changes it. When you fry something, it literally cooks it and changes yeah. it. It becomes something that you desire. Something. And it's not something that you see in an open can and you're like, bleh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? I got you. Something about our dad, he he just gets in his mind. He's like, on Sunday, we got to have a tradition of doing something. We're, we're, we're going to church because we're good old Christians, but we're, we got to have a tradition of something. At one point, it was cook spam sandwiches for lunch <laughs> after you get home from church. Now he still does it, but you know what it is now? Gets up in the morning, gotta make his grits. Gotta yeah, make his cheese grits, grits before he goes to church <laughs> and he'll eat his cheese grits and then go to church. And he makes cheese grits you. for everybody. He also puts a pot of coffee on. Yeah. You know when I when we Cheap go home coffee, for the holiday or just a weekend, 
That's literally some of my favorite times. Now, growing up, Sunday mornings can be stressful, especially with a yeah. bigger family. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of emotions flying around. There's a lot of people getting ready, sharing bathrooms. Yeah. You understand why. Yeah, I You understand. have five oh, yeah. siblings. Me yes. and Joshua, I mean, we only have four siblings, if Thir- you think about it, discluding yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, you, there's six saying. kids in your family. Yeah. So we're similar, but you have it on another level because you guys, you also grew up with younger siblings. Me and Josh were the youngest. Mm-hmm. So we had to deal with older sisters, something different from you because no, you, you had did, younger well, sisters. Well, you didn't have to deal with older sisters. They had to deal with you. That's true. That's true. That's true. So, but I think that I, I, there's I mean, something I hate, I hate to, be to said. break it. I hate to break it to you. If you're the younger sibling, <laughs> the older siblings are dealing with you. There's something to be said, though. <laughs> Because I'm not going to say I'm a middle child. That would be Karina. <laughs> yeah. But there's something to be said about being a younger sibling, but not the youngest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Youngest. Wait. What? Youngest? Yeah, Joshua, you're the youngest. You don't have a word to say. I, I you have don't have any younger say, siblings. You and it's don't. probably going to get me canceled if I say it. Right, don't say it. say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. <laughs> say <laughs> it, though. Say it? Okay. But, no, I'm acknowledging that it could... This. this I'm acknowledging the stereotype with this. Okay. I might be the youngest, but I'm only the second boy male child yeah. in our family. I, I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, no, the girls the girls do take a little bit longer, especially with the bathroom. Lydia Lydia, like thirty minutes before they have to leave, will get in the shower and take a thirty minute shower. <laughs> I mean How ridiculous. old is Lydia these days? Uh, these 17, days, 18? These days, I think she's 17. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> these days. You're talking about these it. days. These days these, we live in. Way back in these days when these I was days. a wee little crouton, I decided to so, yeah, eat Lydia's a spam in, sandwich. Lydia's obviously a much older teenager, and mm-hmm. so she she takes time. Yeah, she yeah. takes time. What, what was the threshold where you noticed your sisters start like taking a lot more time to get ready? Like was it like fourteen? Was it twelve? What what was the age? Because mm. my my the thing is I was younger. What was I? You know, if they when, when my this, when my when Cynthia Clarissa turned fourteen, I was ten. Yeah, you know, so I didn't pay a lot of attention because I would get out of bed, eat my cheese grits mm-hmm. with my hair sticking up in the back, no, where my circles at, and go put on a polo collared shirt, yeah, and just go to go church, to church, yeah. Yeah, it's a common occurrence. Uh, the well, the girls, the girls always sort of took a little bit of time, even when they were younger, because, you know, my mom had to get them all dressed and pretty up, and you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, as they got older and started doing stuff more on their own, they, you know, you know, they gotta, uh, you know, apply makeup and mm. do their hair and pick out what they want to wear and, yep. you know. Stuff like that. So that's a thing that you know. Plus, mom. Yeah, your mom. Mom's mm-hmm. mom's in charge of the bathroom. Well, but our what? mom always just went to her bathroom and just <laughs> yeah. hid. Yeah, we, but she also was ready before we even woke up. <laughs> okay. Somehow <laughs> we had. I mean, it wasn't like the smallest of house, but we had a decently small house. I mean, I'm not not ungrateful for it. It was very grateful, but mm-hmm. we had three bathrooms for some reason. That's yeah, nice. we lived in like a, I mean, in South Carolina. Yes. Um, we lived in a, is it, it's not a, tra- I guess it's considered a trailer mm-hmm. house, but it's a very nice trailer house. You've been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
It's like the, the classic southern house that was brought on a truck in mm-hmm. two pieces. They put it together. They have they build a, a brick wall around the base. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there's For some a crawl reason, space we got under the three house. bathrooms, though. Yeah, there was three bathrooms built into this little home. Which is nice. It is yeah. nice. My parents still live there. Um, that was something that meant a lot to me, becoming a teenager in that three house. Three bathrooms? Three did I become bathrooms. a teenager in that house? You yeah, did? I did. Yeah. You became Dang, an adult dude, in that house. I've been living in the South for so long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Doesn't feel like, because, you know. Much when, longer than Pennsylvania. You always think, you know, I always thought, you know, you know, oh, they're they're from Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. right? But you guys have lived in the South for quite a while. I've lived in the South longer than I have in the North. Yeah. Do you consider the Virginia, like this area, does it feel like the South? Because it doesn't to me. No, no. no. It don't not, feel like the not, South. Not in the. Virginia not, Beach area. Not in the Vir- Virginia Beach area. In the yeah. country. Yeah, yeah. Like when we went, you know, a little south of here that one mm-hmm. time, down to the Outer Banks. That's yeah. technically North Carolina, but it's almost basically Virginia because it's right on the border. No, I mean when uh, uh, when we went out to... Uh, oh, yeah, get that wood for the table. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that felt yeah, like that south. Yeah, that felt country-ish. Um, but yeah, man, Joshua and I have been living... I moved to the south when I was 10. I have clear memories of Pennsylvania, very good ones. Um, but... Now I'm 25, so I've lived 15 years in the South and 10, 10 years in the North. No, earlier than that. No, I was 10 years old. Nine, maybe. No, you were eight and I was 10. That's 2005. Not how... I was born in 1995. My birthday's in July. We moved in October <clears throat> of what? 2005. I, that okay. is 10 years old. Yeah, but that's not how he chooses. Do to we? Remember it. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> But that's not how you choose to remember it. Joshua <laughs> was eight, eight years old. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like you get in a car crash and the you know the cop is like, uh, "Sir, you were drunk. You're swerving all over the road." <laughs> well, that's not how I choose to remember it. <laughs> I was driving straight. <laughs> I up. disagree. I disagree. Um, you know, actually, at one recording this episode, it comes out on Friday nights. Next Friday, fr- a week from today. Yep. I will be 24 years old. You're an yeah. old man, sir. You oh. are an old freaking man. So 24. Old. So freaking old. <laughs> when is your, your birthday is in August. Yeah, yeah, yeah. August. That's when you turn 24. A week from this release of the episode. Dang, dude. Yep. You guys are the same age. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just a few months few apart. Months. I'm, uh, I'm sorry for you guys getting so old. Yeah. I'm going to sit back here and just chill at 21. 21. <laughs> you just stopped. I just became legal and stopped. I said, eh, I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, real quick before we get into today's topic, were you guys nervous when you had to fill out papers for the draft? I mm-hmm. watched Saving Private Ryan because of the episode that came out on Monday. Yeah. Um, and it got me thinking, and I talked to my dad some about it, actually, because it's tax season. And for some reason, we started talking about, like, filling out the papers now? to be drafted. And my our dad never had to fill out those papers, you know? Mm-hmm. Because... He was at a weird time when Vietnam was ending and um, and he was becoming 18 years old. Mm-hmm. And they didn't have the mandate where you ha- – they, they got rid of the draft right before he turned 18. And then they didn't mandate until a few years after that you had to put in your information so that if they, they gave a draft mm-hmm. – you would be – your name is on the list. You I know what I mean? I remember filling this out. You did. 
if you didn't, your dad took care of it for you. Oh, okay. Because it's a legal requirement for mm. everybody, every male who turns 18. Mm. Yeah. Um, did you guys, you remember that, Joshua, don't you? Mm. It was a weird thing. When you turned 18, you feel like a boy, you're just graduated high school, and all of a sudden you're getting papers from the U.S. military, the government. Mm-hmm. It's saying you have to fill this out in the event that there's a draft so that your name is essentially, we have your current information so that we know how to get a hold of you. We know all of your information. You're just on yeah. file. You have to be on file by by law. Um, that's something that specifically males in the U.S. have to do. It wasn't a big deal, but it's weird. It makes you think about the time where boys younger than us, mm-hmm. many years younger, if you count, for me, eight years younger, seven years younger. Yeah. If you count that as many years, mm-hmm. then people were had had to go into military to fight in a war. Yeah. Do you want to? Uh, I, I don't want to uh, degrade. But you have you no said, thoughts on what I just said. Do you want to start the the episode of the <laughs> Pixar thing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so if you guys saw the title of the video, it is Pixar's Twenty Rules. Specifically, Pixar's 20 rules for story, or I'm sorry, 22 rules 22. for storytelling. Um, Rule number one, <laughs> stand on my personal space. <laughs> Rule number two, personal stand space. Personal space. space. Rule number three, get Don't, the heck out of my personal get, space. Just stay out of my personal space. Hey, get away from my personal hey, space. Hey, hey, <laughs> somebody, is somebody in my personal <laughs> space? <laughs> Rule number four is a question. <laughs> Somebody in my personal space. Um, so Pixar, who is an iconic film studio, mm-hmm. animation film studio, has created that's as public public information. You can look this up online. That's what I did. Um, recently discovered this. Quick shout out to Cynthia, our sister. She sent us a well, she sent me a DM. I think I might have got it. Didn't you just don't look check at it. She sent me a DM. I don't talk, check my DMs. Highlighting I get hundreds one, of those every day. Highlighting one of these. Um, I believe it's. Let's see. Can I spot it real quick? Um, let's see. Uh, I I don't know. Uh, one of these twenty-two rules, essentially, that Pixar has highlighting it in like a meme. So I thought that we could go through today and kind of talk through these rules sound yeah, yeah, good yeah. yeah 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 um what is what okay first off let's just say what is your favorite pixar film just to get us in the mindset a little bit it's that's hard that's yes. difficult yes because maybe like pick one that's just nostalgia from childhood uh, because for me that's bugs life i watch bugs life over and over and over again and the second option for me Oddly, it's Toy Story 2. I do like Toy Story 2. I don't I don't know why there was a lack of viewing of on my end when I was a lot younger of Toy Story 1. Yeah. It's cuz we watched, had the VHS and it's not we the, had the VHS and we not, did the not first have one. the first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I watched Toy Story 2 a lot. I do like and Toy Story Bugs 2. Life. Yeah. Very often. Mm-hmm. Um so Joshua and Wyatt tell us what was your favorite Pixar film as a kid? Mine's Bugs Life. Pixar. Mm. As a kid, just maybe your favorite. Usually that, usually that 
prefaces also when you were a kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, see, because maybe not, but just give us your reasoning. Mm, as a kid, I mean, I remember watching Bugs Life a lot and mm-hmm. Toy Story 1 and 2 a lot. Yeah. And then eventually Monsters, Inc. Watched that a lot. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, Finding Nemo. Oh, watched yeah. that one a lot. Oh, yeah. Um, as a kid, uh, mm, that's, that's hard. That's difficult. Even cars came out when we were really young. We were kind of younger, you know? Yeah. I, I don't remember what year cars came out. Well, I can actually look it up, it up real quick. Well, I, have a, I have my computer here, so I can uh, look it up fast. 2006. Dang, that was quick, bro. Yeah, well, it was already up. That means I was 11 years old. Mm-hmm. When so, cars came so we were kids. We were yeah. kids. We were little boys. Jeez, uh, I can't really. Can, is it Disney Pixar? Because I can. Disney Pixar has always kind of been in conjunction with each other. It would be interesting to do a deep dive into the history oh, timeline oh, oh, of Disney Pixar. Oh, it was The Incredibles. It was really the Incredibles. that was your in 2004. Okay, yeah. Right? So how old were you? I was really nine. Young. I was nine. Gosh dang it. Yeah. Okay. So, I was younger than that. So you were you were six. Yeah. Seven. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't really have a favorite. I, I, I people always ask this: What's your favorite film? What's your favorite? And I don't know. I've, I've well, never Pixar been partial. A smaller selection. So, <clears throat> but if you say Disney Pixar, like, okay. did you have but one the thing that is, you? If Pixar is in the name. What this, is it? This counts. Two old dudes or one old dude playing chess over no, his that's teeth. The, that, that's the that's the short. Sto- that's a short. short at the beginning of but it's Bugs still, Life. Which still counts. Brilliant idea on Very Pixar's good. part. Mm-hmm. Those are you never skipped those. No, that no, was no. a part of that got you in the mood to watch Pixar. I, I mean, love. And then the old guy was in Toy Story too. Yeah, right, cleaning yep. up the, yep. the doll. That's <laughs> best scene in the whole movie. Yeah, know. you know, playing chess over. A pair of false teeth. It's the best. It's fantastic. It's fa- yeah, beautiful fantastic. to watch. Um, but yeah, but the movies, my my favorite my favorite ones are probably. I mean, I could watch. I watched Monsters Inc. just the other day for the heck of it. Yeah. For real? Yeah. When was this? I don't know. When he I just had a when I when I didn't have a job. Oh, okay. So like I, the I was other probably week. at work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um. But yeah, my, my my I think my top two are probably Wally and Ratatouille. Okay, right, very good. I mean, I could I could definitely watch Ratatouille more than I could watch Wally. Yeah, probably consecutively. But Wally is on a a different. We should like, watch standard. Ratatouille because it's been forever since I watched Such it. Good. But it is good. It's really good. Um, and then you like me some food. And then I guess, you know, all the rest of them. I, I do enjoy watching. I mean, I can watch all of them. Mm-hmm. Watch Cars, mm-hmm. you know. I can't have issues with sequels. Can't, can't, I don't enjoy what? Cars too. Yeah, the sequels, sequels rarely work. Yeah. For some reason, so glad um, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest, and At World's End worked for me. Yeah. But nothing past that. But like, worked. I mean... I mean, like... I don't know a Pixar film that worked. Bugs Life. Bugs Life, thank goodness, didn't have a sequel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 
thank goodness. Toy Story. Not yet, at it's least. The, the, the Toy Story 2 and 3 landed, right? Yeah. Pretty hard. It did. Um, and then, uh, you know, Cars and Finding Nemo. and I remember actually going to the movies and seeing Finding Nemo. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I mean, big theater. Yeah. Are we- yeah. Big theater. Finding Nemo, I remember watching that. Yeah. That was one of my first early on. Before before even the there was a glimmer of filmmaking in my eye. Yeah. That I thought this animation is on another level. You know what I mean? Yeah. When I saw Finding Nemo, I was like, animation's incredible that Pixar does, but this is different. Finding Nemo takes place underwater, the floaties, mm-hmm. the glimmers. There was something different and new, and they captured it in yeah. Finding Nemo, and I hadn't seen anything like that something, up to that point. This is weird that I correlate them two at the same time, which I'm 90% sure they both happened at the exact same time. For some reason... <laughs> Our, this was back before like streaming services, so you had to buy a physical copy of something. Yeah, DVD copy. At this point, we didn't, we weren't doing VHS, but DVD. Mm-hmm. I remember our parents going to the store, <laughs> coming back with two things. Okay, one of them was Finding Nemo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The second thing was for some reason. Our very first, it wasn't ours, it was like our family's, mm-hmm. digital camera. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. That it was gray. <laughs> it was like the biggest, yeah. bulkiest thing. Well, Cool Picks, the purple Cool Picks was technically our first. Ours, I mean, ours as in me and you, but yeah. family-wise <laughs> was this big, bulky, gray digital camera. Digital camera. Yeah, I remember those. That um, makes me happy, man. Our parents did so much for us. It was <laughs> our, our parents did so they much. Did, they were like, "We're gonna go out. We're gonna buy a camera because our sons are no. seeming to get into this video thing." No, be way way before that. This was just like was pictures this a DVD? Fam- no, no. This was card. Oh, oh, oh! The little picture thing. Yeah. Either way, just for uh, the family to use. My my argument still holds up. Our family did so much for <laughs> yeah. us, man. They would um, like see Finding Nemo, or they would see a movie and just be like, "We would enjoy this as a family." Yeah, <laughs> they would pick it up, bring yeah. it home. <laughs> the uh, the I went I watched Bugs Life not too long ago. Yeah, and I was just watching. I'm like, the detail yeah. in this movie is unreal. Yeah. Right? Just looking at the grass, looking at the little clovers and stuff. Yes, yes. Looking at everything. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> little fruits. <laughs> Holy crap. They have like yeah, the grief. cluster of grapes yeah. or yeah, yeah, yeah. blueberry, whatever they the, are. The stem lines in the in the leaves. In the leaves. Yeah. There's a lot. That's a lot in that, man. And, um, Fantastic. They, they put in the elbow grease. So what's the what was the first rule? The first rule to Pixar's <laughs> 22 rules for storytelling is... You admire a character for trying for trying more than for their successes. So they overachieve, Agreed. basically. Yeah, essentially. So no, you admire them for their for their for them trying, trying more than their successes. Right, like like 
if you take Bugs Life, the main character, Flick, tries all the time. Yes. Tries to make a new event, invention. Tries mm-hmm. to have new ideas. Is always trying. Tries to bring war. And tries to bring war back to the end. Yeah. Okay. And 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 you know you don't admire him. You don't like him because he you know is always successful. You like him because he's always trying. He's trying. He literally it's, went to the Bug City to find warriors, and he's not smart, or he doesn't have. A, he's ignorant, mm-hmm. and so he doesn't realize that circus bugs. Wow. Are not warriors. Yeah. You know? And he's so you're so excited for Flick and his and his his excitement to bring his warriors. Ignorant. No way. When you see an ant, what do you do? You flick it. Like the queen's intelligent. Why is Flick so like he's intelligent. He's smart. He he tries all the time. He just doesn't always he doesn't ever succeed. Mm. right okay um and when he when he does finally start doing things that start succeeding right you're like you admire him the whole time all he needed was one success and they think they think he brought warrior bugs and then they start trying out all his new ideas Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. um and it's the same with almost almost half of these pixar movies right you know wally is 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 you know trying to get to get to the ship yeah and and remy is trying to to cook to food. cook right mm-hmm. it's it's about their the trial their right? try more than their success more than their success that's a solid rule Ooh, that's good so i feel like all these are gonna be really good really because real, these are thought through by smart people really quick before we get to the next one john mark was telling me about writing his characters for his book rim mm-hmm. um and I know we, uh, we, you know, we, I, I know our opinion on the uh, Myers Briggs test. Yeah. For well, pe- for people, you can say Wait. our opinion, right? But it doesn't have to be your opinion. It's more what? Like, uh, no, what I is agree. our opinion? I, okay, I, I agree. agree. I don't know about our opinion about it. You know, not necessarily being based in scientific. Fact. Can you do a quick, oh. just like a quick non-offensive yeah. description of that? Well, I have to pee. It's a <laughs> well, Myers Briggs is a is a you know personality test thing mm-hmm. where you, you put in your is it like different it, traits and, in yeah it's, it's almost enneagram like yeah right and so you you put in have you ever taken things. any of these i tests? don't i don't take the tests i no. don't care right um but but yeah so so people do these these personality tests and and then you know it gives them i guess uh, positive reinforcement. Yeah, it, personality reinforcement. Right. So it's like, oh, I'm a. The test says I'm a number three. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna just continue to do all these things that the test has on it. Yeah. Right? It it you know cultivates that. Well, the well the point is that John Mark used this test. Right. He's he's used he's he's done the test on himself. Right. But he used it to help write and define characters in his book mm-hmm. he put the traits and personalities of of a character in um to help him get a better idea of what he wants the character to be That's smart. and i That's... was like i was like oh my gosh i'd never thought of i'd never thought of that that's why what Mark is a natural writer. It's, it's a good way to define characters. Yeah. Maybe not a good way to define real world people, but a great way to define fictional characters. Characters are allowed to be a bit more shallow than so, real well, human well, beings. Well, once you have their base identity, 
then mm-hmm. you can write them better and write how yeah. they change. And write how they would appropriately respond to a situation. To a situation. Whereas you're just guessing if you don't define that. Yeah. That's, that's fantastic, but I'm just giggling to myself over here because I'm I'm seeing the computer saying, you have now taken this test 50 yeah. times. 50 times, yeah. The, the free version is no longer available. <laughs> <laughs> you have to pay $20 to do it again. What's rule number two? All right. Rule number two is you gotta, they wrote gotta. Gotta. You gotta keep in mind what's interesting to you as an audience, Mm. not what's fun to do as a writer. They can be very different. Mm. Um, Going back to Jamark as a natural born (laughs) writer. Yeah. Do you think he follows that rule? Do you think he's aware of that rule? Like, has he defined that in his mind, do you think? What's more fun to do as a writer is not necessarily the right thing to do. Sometimes it's what's best for the interest of the audience. Well, for writers specifically of of books and fiction and whatever, yeah. right? You have to write a good concept. Yeah. And it comes from your brain, right? Mm-hmm. Once it's out there, then it's like, all right, what is the audience going to appreciate from my work? And mm-hmm. don't and also you shouldn't base everything you do on what people say you should do, right? Yeah, yeah. But obviously Pixar has sort of grasped that, man, people really like these emotional Pixar movies. <laughs> Let's keep doing them because that's what the audience it yeah. seems to be enjoying, Yeah, right? When I would rather just, you know, I, wa- I want to see two cars, right, driving down the highway and... Raising. Yeah. I like, that. Like, you know, just basic character development. Mm-hmm. There's no, like, emotional... They're not trying to tug at your heartstrings with cars, right? Mm-hmm. They're just showing good character development and stuff like that. I hear that. What's the next one? Rule number three. All right. Personal space. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Trying for theme is important, but you won't see what the story is actually about till you're at the end of it. Mm. Now rewrite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a big rule. They say write your first draft, mm-hmm. right? Write your first draft. Just write. You have to write it, What's and a, then go back and rewrite. Because you'll go back. You'll you'll basically change yeah. the whole thing. I've never heard your opinion about it. Maybe I should ask John Mark next time he's on this mm-hmm. episode. But midnight special. I've heard people say when you're writing like a book, like a novel, a story, you write the beginning, you write the end, then you figure out what's going to happen in the middle to get to your end. Do you agree with that or no? Sort of. Uh, John Mark, what John Mark and I have always done anytime we've been contemplating stories is, you know, you come up with a good beginning or you come up with a good end, mm-hmm. right? And and once you have one of them, you sort of start developing the other one, right? And then we make up the stuff in the middle, right? Cool things that happen or mm-hmm. interesting emotional events or character development, um, and, you know, I mean, we've never actually written out like a full story, right? But, yeah. um, John Mark's currently well, you've writing cultivated this one. A, a full story. You just haven't written it out. Right. You and cultivated then, many full stories. Yeah. The, the difficult part is getting in the little things, right? Like yeah, the fillers, like, like the, the, the characters traveling, right? But that has to what be wacky character. That, can he come across that? That has to be meaningful. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. 
you can't just be like, and they traveled across the mountains, <laughs> right? Well, J.R.R. Tolkien kind of did that with sometimes. The Hobbit, especially. Yeah, I mean, there was a period sometimes. of traveling across the mountains, but then they happened upon a goblin cave. Right. You it, know? What has it has to be interesting? What happens? Yeah, that's your your theme does sort of change. Yeah, and sometimes you have to you have to figure it out. You have to figure it out before you get to it. Um, four. Four. Once upon a time, there was blank. Every day, blank. A beautiful princess in a castle with long hair. Listen, let me finish. Oh. Every day, blank. One day, blank. Yeah. Because yep. of that, blank. Yep. Because of that, blank. Until finally, blank. blank. Yep. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rapunzel until she decides to leave the castle, and then she or not until a Pixar she. Movie. Okay, once upon it's a time not, there was. Tangled? Let's just let's just come no. up with no. What that's is, that's a Disney that's a original Disney movie. Oh, I thought it was Disney Pixar. No, you got to understand. Disney Pixar has been working together for years, but Disney did originals that's not Pixar related. But Pixar's so always kind of been related. So like I, I, that's like why I said princess, it would be interesting. Like the princess to do a movies like life. Moana and Tangled yeah. and, and Frozen. Those are all Disney movies, right? Tarzan's the Disney movie. Tarzan? But they're not but they're not Pixar movies. No. Yeah. I I'm pretty sure P- D- Tarzan is Disney Pixar. No, it's not. Okay. So like example if we're gonna take Rapunzel into it, like Joshua said. Mm-hmm. Once upon a time there was a princess named Rapunzel. Every day she did chores around the tower. Mm-hmm. One day, Flynn Rider. Flynn Rider showed up and caught her attention. Because of that, she left the tower. Mm-hmm. Because of that, she went on adventures until finally she fell in love with Flynn. Yeah. Until she cut her hair. That's essentially it. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a format for your story. Yeah. You know? Um, that's actually Every day, Wally really... did trash. One day, he met Eve. Because of that, he left Earth. Because of that, he the plant stuff. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, they come back to Earth. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's a beautiful format. It's very classic. simple. Very simple to define your story. Yeah. Um, you watch watch any watch any movie. That's almost all. I mean, uh, what is it in, in in Rango? Right. He's like <laughs> the character needs conflict. Right. You have to propel yeah. your character into conflict. Yeah. All right. Rule number five. Simplify, focus, combine characters, hop over detours. You'll feel like you're losing value, valuable stuff, but it set, but it sets you free. Okay. Yeah. Don't get caught up on certain details. <clears throat> yeah. So, um, um, yeah, I think there are there are definitely details that you want in your story but sometimes mm-hmm. aren't necessarily important for the story yeah mm-hmm. um, like you have you seen any of the like original uh storyboard like drawings for cars yes, yeah. yes. right yeah. you know I, I mean like the original story is like uh uh he get he gets knocked out and mater takes his engine mm-hmm. and his engine gets put into a a, a little steamroller right for the road mm-hmm. right it made her takes his body right that was the original idea they <laughs> yeah. scrapped it yeah yeah it was creepy i remember watching it then, i was horrified <laughs> that's probably why they scrapped it the thing is the writers probably at that time thought that was a really cool thing that was a really good idea but 
it sets you free. Mm -hmm. You create better stuff because of it. Um, rule number six. What is your character good at? Comfortable with? Throw the polar opposite at them. Change them. How do they deal? Yeah. That goes right back to conflict. Change mm -hmm. the paradigm. And it, it goes it goes back to what you said. Define the character mm -hmm. and then add conflict. Yeah. Yeah. Simple. That's a simple rule. Very basic. We don't have to go into that too much. Number seven. <laughs> All right. Come up with your ending before you figure out your middle. Seriously. Mm -hmm. Endings are hard. Get your work up front. Which is what I said yeah. already. I I you was hit that point. Yeah. Yeah. At that point. It's right. a good one. Yeah. Um let's see. Is there any examples in a Pixar film of that? Well, I not not of that, but that's more of like a writing thing. But I'm curious. Do you know any stories? Maybe not necessarily Pixar. Do you know any stories that like you know they changed the ending starkly? Mm -hmm. No. I'm curious. I, I know the end of the this old this older film with um, Ashton Kutcher. Kutcher. Also, not Di not Disney Pixar. No, it's not. But they the Guardian. Did yeah, you ever yeah, watch yeah, that? Yeah, uh -huh. yeah. They had yeah. two endings two to endings, the Guardians, right? Guardian. That feels like conflict. Wait, did what they did? Yeah, they did. They they had a, an official ending, but in the behind the alternate scenes, they ending. had an alternate ending. Same. I am Legend too. Lots oh, of movies yeah, have yeah, alternate yeah. endings. So I guess Which you should is the find the original your... one they filmed and then they changed it. And then they change it. Yeah. Um, they they ultimately go with what feels right for the the directors and and the uh, whoever's cutting the movie together and mm -hmm. and, and, and audiences movie for some reason. That, yeah, it's a great movie. It is a good movie. Um, number nine. Rule, rule number seven. Oh wait, no wait. number. I just can't read it. Number eight. Mm. Finish your story. Let go even if it's not perfect. Mm -hmm. In an ideal world, you have both, but move on. Do better next time. Ooh. Do you think uh, John Mark should hear that? Yeah, John Mark. <laughs> well, John Mark. John Mark. Uh, him under the bus John Mark needs to do the opposite of that and not let go of the story. <laughs> he needs to hold on to it till it's done. Yeah, yeah. I instead of instead of what his mind does is a, another concept, right? Yeah, blows away your mind, and then you start coming up with something new, mm -hmm. right? And new equals different challenges, different stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, rule number nine. Rule number nine. A number nine large. <laughs> two number forty fives. One with cheese. One with cheese, cheese. brother. <laughs> Brother. I want cheese. Tater tots when on you're the side. <laughs> you guys don't get the reference. No, I don't. <laughs> explain it to me later. Oh, so. uh, yeah, I'll explain it later. <laughs> if you do this again, I don't want to be in the dark. <laughs> no, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> when you're stuck, make a list of what wouldn't happen next. Mm. Lots of times, the material to get, your, get you unstuck will show up. Yeah, what is my character not going to do? Well, they're not going to sit and cry. They're not going to do this. They're not going to, you know, climb this mountain. That leaves, you know, only one avenue. Yep. Yeah. Once you've eliminated all the possibilities, the 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 whatever's left, however mm -hmm. improbable, you know, that's the answer. I believe Sherlock Holmes said that. He did. Yeah. Um, that's yeah, that's that's interesting. So 
it's like if you can't go over the mountain and you can't go around the mountain go through the mountain through the mountain and that makes a really cool story yeah (laughs) if someone's trying to burrow their way through a mountain or go through some mines find a cave (laughs) (laughs) fight a balrog Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Find right? a bell rock. Uh, that's where I thought Sacrifice you were going. Sacrifice a character. <laughs> right? I mean, that's, is, it was on my mind a little Disney, bit. Yeah. Why has Pixar not done a, a movie about miners? Like, I'm talking about... Yeah, that'd be weird. Like trolls. In, in this day and age... What? Oh, about like... Oh, oh, people who mine. Yeah, is oh, like yeah, gold? Yeah. Not... What did you think I said? I, kids? I don't know. <laughs> I figured they made movies about kids. <laughs> Every Pixar has miners. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah. But, yeah. Fantastic. I think... um, Like it could open up with like a song, like uh, we're mining for our gold, we're eating some... Cheese. Cheese. <laughs> Number nine. We'll, we're back well, to the... What's the, the next one? The Cleaves. I don't know. <laughs> That's what they call their home base. Yeah, the Cleaves. So, yeah. <laughs> Go home what's, to What's the next Cleaves. point? <laughs> All right. Number 10. Pull apart the stories you like, what you like in them, as a part of you. Mm-hmm. You've got to recognize it before you can use it. Yep. So, essentially, what do you like in stories and mm-hmm. define it? Do you think this podcast helps us with that? What we like in stories? Oh, yeah. Oh, because yeah. we're literally having to verbalize out loud yeah. what why we like films. I've, and I've series. always thought this. I always thought if, the, if, I could, if I could just say what I think yeah. about this movie or about this scene. Honestly, that's right? something I, I don't Express have a, it. too much experience. So I always go to what I know, which is like this aspects of the filmmaking itself mm-hmm. instead of the story. Like the other day on Monday's episode... We talked about 18 different films, right? right. Yeah, um, we did a lot. Fantastic episode. Very yeah, good episode. So. However, when it came to Forrest Gump, mm-hmm. there was a moment where you said, what do you like about Forrest Gump? And I said, I'm kind of speechless. Right. Because I, I'm not good at defining in a story, not the film, but in a story. But at that, the story. What it is I like about it. And that, yeah. that literally Pixar is one of their I know what I like that, about it. All right. What do you like about it? Nothing. <laughs> and he, and he, could, he couldn't define why. He couldn't he define like why. It. Maybe I, that goes the opposite direction as well. Define why you don't like I, it. I think it also comes from multiple viewings. Yeah. Right. You watch a movie more than once, and you're like, you're like, okay, here's why. Here's here's definitive reasons why I like it, or here's definitive reasons why I, I don't, don't care for it. Yeah. Okay. So, but what usually happens is, is you don't watch you watch a movie you don't like it so you never watch it again. I'm gonna watch Forrest That's Gump true. five more times Do this it. weekend. Okay, maybe we should Just watch more we films we don't like. Yeah, mm. and get good at, at verbalizing why we don't like them. In the same way we. That's Back to the Future. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We're not I'll, I'll give you that, that episode man. Again. I'll give you that. Um, let's see. Put it on paper. Let's let well putting it on paper lets you start fixing it. If it stays in your head, a yeah. perfect Write idea, you'll never share it with anyone. Write it down. Yeah. I have too many ideas that I'd never write down. So Yeah, the many. only times I've been able to get good ideas out of you and Joe Mark White is calling you on the phone and being like, Pitch me ideas right Pitch now. Me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause we I, I come I I too come up with stories in my head. Yeah. Right? Filled with backstory and lore and characters and whatnot mm-hmm. 
and I just don't write them down, so mm-hmm. I don't have any stories. It's interesting that they put the point in there about you'll never share it with anyone. Um, it could be a perfect idea, but you'll never share it with anyone. Is there something, I know there's something powerful about putting it, writing things down. Um, and I bet you that goes for more than just stories. I bet yeah. you it goes for plans, strategy, goals. Why do you think kinds people journal? Yeah. That's a good point. I should write down my dreams. You should. You should dream journal. Dreams, yep. Yeah. Jeez. What's so the next one, my gay? All right. Number 12. We're moving right along. Discount the first things that come that comes to your mind. And the second, third, fourth, fifth. Get the obvious out of the way. Surprise yourself. Mm-hmm. This is similar to what I've said mm-hmm. in, in films I've been wanting to make, actually, and, and ones I've made in the past. I've always, I haven't always thought this, but I've thought about, like, all right, what are all of the options this character has? Mm-hmm. Let's get let's get them out of here. I want to do something that the audience will not expect. Right. You know what I mean? Well, John John Mark does it. Like, I mean, you you uh, how many times we talked about the original idea for the Dying of the Leaves? Mm-hmm. Right. How many times John Mark and I just talked about it and it changed and changed and changed and changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. I mean, when how how long on that timeline was it when you pitched the idea to me? It was before. It's before. Yeah. You guys, you guys time, labored over that. By story. the time we pitched it to you, it was fleshed, more or less fleshed. Gotcha. Somewhat. I remember it going back to um, rule number eleven. A part of me coming to Georgia before we started production, I wanted to get the story on paper. On paper. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, it was going to stay in John Mark's head. That, this, that's a good story to take a quick, not a break, but just to break it up. Yeah. That when I came to Georgia that one time, we, um, I came there with the intention of being like, John Mark and Wyatt have this awesome story I'm going to make a film for. How do we, um, I need to get it on paper. We need to flesh it out. Mm-hmm. Um, it needs to be written down. And so me and Jamark, I don't know what you guys were doing that I don't day. don't remember. But it was like a full Saturday. It was like from 9 a.m. to probably 4 p.m. It was the majority of the day on a Saturday. We're like, we're going to hang out in the evening, but me and Jamark have to work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, and we just sat down in the living room. We were sitting on the couch. We got out all of our ideas. We're like, yeah, this has to be in the script. I tried to get Joe Mark's ideas of like actual visual moments, like the part in Dying of the Leaves where the monster's standing over Andrew and he turns his head and he mm-hmm. says, don't leave me. You know what I mean? With the scratches on his face. Yeah. That was actually some, that whole scene majority of it was actually something visually Joe Mark saw in his head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to be able to capture that the way he saw it because a lot of the film he didn't see, but that scene he did, you know, it was mm-hmm. fantastic. He did see. Now, this is one thing I didn't do hard justice for. The ending of the film did not look anything like Jamark had no. saw. Yeah. Um, a part of that has to do with. Um, I kind of wanted to. I didn't change the ending entirely, but I kind of during the editing process, a little bit on production, I felt pulled in a in a different direction. Yeah. You know, and as director, that's your. Yeah, it is my prerogative. Your prerogative, but. Um, during that period of getting it on paper, I was very much wanting to keep it. 
what is the writer thinking, you know, mm-hmm. and what are the visual moments? So we that was a fun day actually. It was yeah. like the a, the the reciting of the dying of the leaves poem, mm-hmm. right? Fantastic. That was that was one that uh, um. I think John Mark and I came up with that yeah. as we were driving back I home. I want to watch from, that scene uh, again. It's been a while from I'm college. Curious, what What did you think when you saw that scene on screen by actors you never met? That That was the best scene of the movie because yeah. it was it was powerful. But something that you and John Mark are just like in the car, you're talking about. You create. Mm-hmm. You communicate that to me, and then all of a sudden, months, a year couple years you see it on screen watching it for the first time with music with people saying it that you don't know what was that like because i'm the middleman i'm the one doing all the communicating and so yeah. i i get that lost you oh, know what i mean crazy was it what it was what cra- were your feelings it, it, was, it, it, was, it was crazy to see it yeah right it was surreal to see something we had talked about you know so happening yeah happening Did it, was there an aspect of you not meeting the actors that actually did the lines. Yeah, yeah, Like, probably. made it more interesting. Made it interesting. I've always wanted to experience that, but being a filmmaker, I You're the don't, middle man. I'm the main man. I'm the one meeting everybody. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? What's the next point? <laughs> <laughs> Give your characters opinions. Passive. Malleable. Uh, might seem likable to you as you write, but it's position to the... Wait, but it's positioned to the audience. I wonder if there's typos in this. No, keep reading. That's Position. it. <laughs> it's positioned to the audience. All right, uh, let me let me try to give it a one more go. Give your characters opinions. That's clear. Mm-hmm. Passive malleable might seem likable to you as as you write, mm-hmm. but it's positioned to the audience. Yeah, that might be a typo. I don't know. Maybe but it's maybe I it's trying to say it's, maybe it's passion to the audience. I understand I what know. they're saying. You know, it, the the you might like a character, but then somebody else sees those traits and is like, "What a jerk!" They're really selfish or something, right? Mm-hmm. And you're like, "No, no, no! They're just they're doing what what they do." And yeah, but your your the the likes and interests and dislikes and opinions that a character has has to be able to change. I think it's actually supposed to say poison. Oh, that could be it. But it's poison to the audience. That's probably what they meant to write. I copied and pasted this off a website. <laughs> um, ne- next. All right. <laughs> Number gotta, 14. Got to keep it moving. Why must you tell this story? Question <sighs> mark. What's the belief burning within you that your story feeds off of? Mm. We. That's I mean, the heart of it. Yeah. That's the heart of the story. I mean, well, everybody has to have their why. I mean, right. why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? Why are you telling the story? I mean, we talk about that a lot on the podcast, about yeah. why we're doing the podcast, why we're in the... It's vision. Yeah. And you have to do the same with your with your story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the vision, vision of the story? Um, do you... Would, why? Do you think that... And Joshua also. Do you think you see um, the belief burning within you or belief burning within someone else when you watch a film or experience a story mm-hmm. do you see that yeah, yeah, yeah. you see the vision yeah i see vision i see the vision of the the writer the director in in a movie that is crap but mm-hmm. i see the vision i understand what they're doing or trying to do i think uh it it is pretty special there's times where 
you wide said he sees it in the, in the crap films but mm-hmm. sometimes you don't always see it if there's not really a vision if they're just trying to create something but if there's something like a ton of passion behind something or if someone has like a reason for what they're doing if they're if they have thought about it for a while and they they're like do they have their why Mm -hmm. um you get a lot out of it and then you the emotions of the character and stuff like that you're you're actually feeling it for example for example Mm -hmm. did you watched the movie death note I started it, but I didn't okay. finish it. Okay, you didn't finish the movie. But I understand the premise. Well, the, 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 the movie Death Note is an adaptation of the anime Death yeah, Note. Right? Yeah, I'm aware of that. I, I actually got recommended by PewDiePie. <laughs> yeah, wow. So, so the movie Death Note is a, a video. bad movie. Yeah. It's not good. Yeah. Except for, of course, Willem Dafoe. Of course. Beautiful, just fantastic. Fantastic. Um, the, the movie's bad, but I've watched it twice. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. and and I was like, I know what the director was trying to do. I see his shortcomings. Um, I I I see why it didn't work, but I know what he was trying to do. Yeah. Right, and if he had just there was a few things. Right, if I could have if I could have been in the process, <laughs> I'm like, no, no, no. You got to tweak these things. Right, you got to change this way. You you don't need to. I I saw his vision, but. It was a crap vision, yeah. right? It wasn't fully fulfilled, yeah. right? Or 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 it didn't land well, yeah, yeah, right. But but he had a lot of good ideas. He really did. did what was one of those ideas? Um, because Death Note's really dark. It is dark. Very dark. Uh, uh, could it could it be make, value making in making life? making the making the main character a good guy? Right, because in the original show, uh, the the main character, his name is his name is Light Yagami. Mm-hmm. What where the director kept the first name, so the main character in the movie's name is Light as well. But no, no, no. Uh, yeah, it is. It's Light. His name is Light, but he's not. He's not like from Japan or anything, mm-hmm. right? And his last name is like something ran like Johnson or something, right? <laughs> and I'm like, you know. At the end of the movie, I'm like, yeah, he's good. He's a good character. Yeah. Right? You know, but that's not what the original character was. The original character wasn't good. Mm-hmm. Right? And 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 so I was like, there's a few things you could tweak that could make this new character, instead of making him almost like a, 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 a different kind of copy from the original character, make him his own character. Yeah. Right? Make him a different person, right? Mm-hmm. Than the original character. Make him a new person. Yeah. Yeah. Who gets the the power of the death note. Mm-hmm. That's that's interesting. Yeah. Next one. Number 15. If you were your character in this situation, how would you feel? Honesty lends credibility to unbelievable situations. Mm-hmm. Hmm. If you were your character in this situation, how would you feel? Honesty lends credibility to unbelievable situation. Yeah, that's an easy one. Let's keep going. <laughs> that one doesn't take that's much That's a pondering. rule for life, ladies and gentlemen. What are the stakes? Give us reasons to root for your character. What uh, happens yeah. if they don't succeed? Stack the odds against. The world ends. Yeah. I, I roll. Well, you don't Wait. always want like a, a flat film. You want a roller coaster. Right. You want ups. You want downs. So, 
that's what you get when your character doesn't succeed. You get down. Finding Nemo. Yeah. What is uh? What's what happens if you get eaten by the whale? Marlin. That's his, that's if, the dad's if, name? if if he if he doesn't he find, find his, his son, son which he, he does, he gives up at a point. He loses his son. Yeah, right forever. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um. Uh. In in Avatar: The Last Airbender, they do never lose. seen the show. Yes, you have. They do. <laughs> they lose in in one of the seasons. They lose the fight. They yeah, lose yeah, the battle. Right. Yeah. And 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 then Fantastic there's show. there's Even bigger. I've never seen. There's it. bigger consequences later on yeah. if they lose again. Right? Mm-hmm. It's good. That is good. Rule number 17. No work is ever wasted. If it's not working, let go and move on. It'll come back around to be useful later. Yeah. That's kind of a writing tip, a yeah. crafting John, tip. John Mark has had, he's had like, for the story he's writing, he had a character that he liked, right? But didn't didn't work as well. Or he, he wanted more of the character. Right. Mm-hmm. So so he can he continued thinking about the other stuff mm-hmm. and then brought the character back around later in his mind to work on it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So yeah. so if the idea is not working right away, <clears throat> you know, this also might be a good a good tip just for business and communication and even leading leading mm-hmm. people. If you're in a position at work or you own your own business, like people have ideas, people have goals and visions and stuff. Sometimes that doesn't line up doesn't mean it's wasted and in the moment it's a very kind useful tool to say can we revisit that instead of saying we're that's a bad idea yeah you know what i mean that's good we need to revisit it we need to revisit it it doesn't work right now yeah you know what i mean and that helps people to move on without feeling might be able to incorporate it later yeah and and truly mean that and truly mean it yeah if you think it's a good idea that you know Mm mm-hmm Absolutely. Next one. 18. We're almost done. 18. 18. You have to know yourself. The difference between doing your best and fussing. Mm-hmm. Wait, and f- best and fussing? Story is testing, not refining. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, fussing. Hold on. Complaining. You have to know yourself. The difference between doing your best and fussing. Yeah. You're either doing your best or you're sitting and you're complaining. Okay. Right. So it makes sense. Does that sound okay? Doesn't make sense to me. Story is testing, not refining. Okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to test you. So So this is a writer's tip. Don't don't fuss with the story. Don't don't just mess around. Don't you know get hung up on some things. Mm -hmm. Right. And also, I guess it's also just a word of encouragement that your 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 skills are being sharpened like a blade. Yeah. It's not about. It's not. It's going to be stressful. But it's going to be stressful. Story is testing, not not refining. Mm-hmm. So you're essentially getting sharper, even though it feels like you're someone's pounding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The edge into a rock, mm. right? You know what I mean. Number nineteen. Number nineteen. Coincidences to get characters into trouble are great. Coincidence coincidences to get them out. out. Of trouble, are, oh, are cheating, Oof. are cheating. Yeah. Oh, there's so many times when I'm watching I, something and I'm like, that just it's a that happened. I I hate when characters bumble out of. I yes, a bad I agree. Because that that doesn't that doesn't reinforce the character's strength or or brain yeah. or or ideas agree. or motivations. Or, it, it's just like we accidentally solved it. Like, <laughs> uh, for example. 
in The Hobbit, or the second one, where they're like all in barrels and they're like yeah. floating down there. I'm like, they're just, they, they, it feels like, it's like, oh, they, they have skill, mm-hmm. right? They shows off their skills that they can still work through this situation, but it feels almost bumbling to me. I don't oh, like, bu- yeah. I don't like bumbling that, out of a bad situation. That was the, the Hobbit story rather than the, the book though. That yeah, was like, yeah, that was the guy like story. tumbled off a yeah, cliff and like destroyed like three Bilbo animals. worked hard for an worked. escape plan yeah. in the book. Mm-hmm. In the movie, it felt like it was a happy yeah. accident. No, I, I hate when Jar Jar accidentally defeats an entire army. Yeah, you know? because he's tripping over these balls yeah, and stuff. Yeah, and, 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 you know, That's accident. silly. Ugh, I hate silly. Someone I at hate, Pixar should have talked silly. to George Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he never got hired at Pixar. <laughs> they like, we've seen like, your prequels. like, but everybody likes Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> everybody he's likes him. He's a fun character Well, his double kids. chin jiggles a little. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> you just don't understand the way of the Jedi. <laughs> you don't understand. I still like you. May the Force be with you. <laughs> All right, exercise. What, take, what number is this? This is number 20. Whew. Exercise. Mm-hmm. I do take that every day. Take the building blocks of a movie you dislike. Not that kind. How do you rearrange them into what you do like? We do that a lot on this podcast. Yeah. We're like, we're talking about how are th- how would things be better? Yeah. Like, what do we, sometimes we talk about what we don't like and like why we act, why it actually was a bad idea. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um. This whole podcast, honestly, is an exercise for crafting stories and understanding film, mm-hmm. you know? That's a, that's a good one. I'm happy to see that we're already kind of doing that on the daily, almost. Yeah. We do that even off the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. We do. Um, again, with the gotta word, you gotta identify your situation, characters, can't just write cool what you make you act that way hmm. wait you gotta identify with your character with your situation slash characters comma can't just write quote cool yeah what would you make you act that way okay i read it wrong <laughs> this is we- wor- worded, worded strangely now you're getting discombobulated <laughs> i'm getting discombobulated Friggin' Pixar, they did not choose to use proper grammar. I, with I this. understand what they're yeah. trying right. to say. So you got to identify with your situation characters. Can't just write cool. It's like, oh, um, my characters are, you know, what magically make... fighting in barrels and floating down a river. <laughs> cool. We got to give that uh, yeah. analogy, but yeah. Cool. What would make you act that way, Wyatt? Would you get in a barrel and float down a river? No, I would get out of the barrel. You would get out of the barrel yeah. and hide under the water, probably. I would get out of the barrel <laughs> and use my immense skill to... Immense. To well, get on land and fight. Obviously, they have skill. Why yeah, are they Why are they staying in these barrels? They're warrior dwarves. Get out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get out of the barrel. All right. Last one. Last that's, one. That's my advice for you folks. To get out of the barrel. Get out of the right? barrel. It's limiting your possibilities. Get on land. Yeah. Right. Do you want you guys want to do the honors to read the last one? I've Just read, read all it. Of them I can't read. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't read. <laughs> I can't read, bro. All right. What is the essence of your story? Most economical telling of it. If you know that, you can build out from there. Mm. 
What mm. do you want out of the story? What is the essence of your What's story? The essence, right? I'll, well, my main goal is <laughs> my main goal. Put simply for you layman out there. <laughs> my main, my goal. main goal. <laughs> yeah. Uh What's you know what what are you trying what do you what's the ultimate thing you're really trying to portray? This is this seems like a rule. Friendship? Is it Prob- true love? Pr- probably friendship. Is it or despair? To what's get your own food so you don't have to. You can fight off the grasshoppers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the ultimate to goal. To be independent without bullies. Mm-hmm. Right. The well, the ultimate the essence is like, you know to get you know of the stories like together they're strong right yeah they seem weak but i mean i mean the the essence of the story is when um when the grasshoppers the grasshopper is like giving his speech and he's like they outnumber us 10 to 1 mm-hmm. right uh if we don't remind them Fantastic they literally speech. tell us yeah they if we don't remind them to stay in their place you know they they may they may come to realize that they could destroy us yeah they literally he usually he literally kills one of the other grasshoppers three of them he kills three grasshoppers to make a point yeah Mm. that's a that is actually a great example yeah because the only time anybody gets killed in bug's life Mm -hmm. is that scene and they literally lay out for you the point to the story what's together we are strong yeah what's the essence of wally because they really, they it's it's the best people it's are the fat. best moment, right? I don't know the, when the 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 co-pilot of the ship, who's the steering wheel robot, mm-hmm. is like, "No, we have to we have to survive." And the captain's like, "I don't want to survive. <laughs> I want to live." Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's the essence of the story: to yeah. live, to, to live. not just do the same thing every day, to lit to truly live. And with that. We end yeah. off the podcast. But that that's a great way to end off. So all of you people out there who... who I'm not going to actually say that. I have thoughts. Okay. <laughs> Let's go out there and live this week, this yeah, weekend. Yeah. Get out there and do something you've been wanting to do. We don't yeah. want to just survive. We want to live. In this world of COVID. We want to live. We want to live. <laughs> so get out there and live, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. Take it from Wally. Take it from the, the overweight captain. And uh, <laughs> for all you people who need that, I can fix that for you. I can <laughs> fix it's broken. That. <laughs> I can fix that. Hey, guys, go to wiseworksfilms.com. Visit us there and go to YouTube and subscribe. We have two other episodes that come out every week on YouTube as well as Spotify and Apple Podcasts where you're yep. listening to this right now. Thank you. Good night. Have a good night. I can fix that. Thank <laughs> you.